make you wanna do Bali, Bollywood dancing. And tap your punani. Yeah. Punani. Punani. I'm doing my Bollywood dancing. Hey, hey, punani. Hi right, guys, welcome to her and her. Too many Ians. <laughs> e. Punani make it e. Hot, hot, hot. Punani. Nothing wrong with little Punani. Even if it's hot. Yes. Just not like <clears throat> onion rings, but. You know, hot I like gotta on go. Fire. Just hot like on I fire. I gotta go. You know? No, not burning. <laughs> yeah, not burning, baby. Naturally hot, like temperature. Just like, you yeah. know, like. Oh, no, fire wasn't a good one either. Mm-mm. Oh, my bad. That sounds like, ooh. I mean, you know how, like, it's like, ooh, baby, I'm on fire. Yes. You know? But not like, you, you need to go get the, you know, 24-hour antibiotics. Not yeah. that kind. Nah. Not that kind. Ain't nobody looking for that. Nobody. Whew. Well, you know. Yeah. Well, it was a special, special, special day yesterday. <laughs> Wasn't it her? <laughs> Yesterday was my birthday. How you turn on the bird so quick? <laughs> <laughs> it's my excited voice. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, like. yeah. That's what happens. With a tattle bird? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we celebrated a very special day. Mm-hmm, we did. So... And you made it wonderful Yes, my birthday was absolutely marvelous. It was amazing. It was full of love. It was full of light. It was full of blessings and signs. And it was just beautiful. Like, I I celebrated it the way um, I wanted to. And it truly, like, touched my heart. And it made me feel so full. Yes. I'm so filled. You're so filled with love. Exactly. Yes. Well, I'm yeah. glad you enjoyed your day. Yes. But what do you think was different about <clears throat> this start of your new year than any other one that's been in your 23 years of life? Um. So I would probably say more so living in the moment, being present. And I've been through like this last year was like a whole like spiritual journey for me. Um. So I think being appreciative of that. And knowing that it's not perfect, nothing is freaking perfect, but I'm grateful and I'm appreciative. And I know that I have things to work towards, work for and fix even within myself or work on or not say fix because I'm not broken. Um, you know, but things to tweak and to make better. And so I think being appreciative of those things, even the flaws, allowed me to really accept and appreciate where I am in this new year. And excitement about like you know things to come. What do you look forward to the most in your new twenty thirty year? Uh, <clears throat> to be more confident and comfortable in myself. Um, to be more accepting of my talents. Um, to not feel shy or ashamed or feel fearful of the things that God blessed me with, like my talents and things that He put inside of me. Um, and to just live out loud if that's what I want to do or live however it is that I want to live. But to be more comfortable doing that and just go for shit. That's beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Well, it sounds like you had a good, good birthday. You know, so the peaceful part was yesterday and the ratchet <laughs> part is this weekend. 
She got a little, you, you, you thought she was um going a different direction with that, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm, not happening. At she all. said, I'm staying true to myself. Sometimes that's two different people. You know. You know. Spiritually and ratchetly. Mm-hmm. Got to mix the ratchet with the righteous. Can't <laughs> <laughs> with you. Killing me. <laughs> but, yes. I'm just always... um. I think birthdays are such a, it's like a turning over, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a awakening. It's like a new birth. <clears throat> it's like, it's like a, a new breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Like you wake up on your birthday and I think if we all would think of every day, like our birthday. Yo. Oh my God. Right. Yes. That we would, that same feeling you feel on your birthday, like, when you wake up in the morning on your birthday, I think almost every birthday till since I became like aware of what that truly, truly means, I do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, out of my comfort zone or sometimes it, it, maybe a little uh, both. Like, yeah, I want to do it and it may scare me a little bit, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go for it anyway. I feel like on our birthday, we feel like, yes, that's what we do. We plan these extravagant things. We inviting friends. We, we got all these plans. We like, yes, I'm about to have fun, have a good time. Or even if you don't invite anybody else, but you may do something, wake up in the morning and say, oh, you know, I've always wanted to go to listen to this spiritual person. I'm going to mm-hmm. go today. Or I've always wanted to sit in a park with myself and read a book. Why don't you do those things on a regular day? I think it's like we're just so caught up in everyday life and we don't really appreciate like just the fact of <clears throat> you you tell someone like beautiful things on their birthday, right? Mm-hmm. If we did that every day for each other. Right. Um, to make sure that the other person feels great and appreciative because you don't realize like how much kind words from somebody that you love or somebody that you met can do for you. It does so much for you. It it gives you a boost of energy to hear kind things. Like, I don't know. And I do that. Like I'll be like sometimes I'll text people just be like, just letting you know I love you. Like like little things, but everybody doesn't function that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think we're so wrapped up in ourselves, wrapped up in everyday things, work, mm-hmm. school, whatever it may be, and then we forget like the real purpose of life and love. Mm-hmm. I think if we <clears throat> pay attention to um, what waking up in the morning really is, mm-hmm. you're not granted that. Mm-hmm. Like that's not a a, a thing that's definitely going to happen for you every mm-hmm. day. I think we take that for granted in a real, real way. You know what I mean? Like I don't think that majority of us like, oh, we know. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm so tired. But who says that you're going to wake up tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Nobody we, said that. We all have an expiration date, and we do not know you our don't. expiration date. You don't. You know how many people I've known who didn't have an issue, don't have a problem, fell asleep next to their partner, and did not wake up? Mm. I know two situations like that. One very close, like, you know, not super close, but mm-hmm. close enough That's to not. me. And... It's it's the craziest thing. You know what I mean? Like and I'm just talking about my own revelations that I've come I, I'm just I'm I still battle with that myself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I've learned not to wake up with um just burden. Just just filling your heart and your mind with burden. Like who wants to wake up like that every day? Mm-hmm. 
but you do it because you weren't about your job or lack thereof or where you're going in life and if you're stagnant or but what we also don't realize too is life is made of choices mm-hmm. and you choose what you're going to do with your day every day <clears throat> sometimes you choose good and you feel productive sometimes you don't feel that good and maybe you need maybe that day was meant to be that way for a reason mm-hmm. you know what i mean because most of the time, those kind of days kind of make you feel uncomfortable. And it's like, you don't know which direction to go, what to do first, or does this make sense? Or And you're probably going to have those feelings, even if it looks like I got, you got it together. Mm-hmm. Even if you, I got the job and the nice relationship or, you know, whatever. Whatever your levels or ideals of success is, you have those things. And still me feel like, I'm still not where I feel like God has intended me to be mm-hmm. or still unhappy with where you're going or where you're at or where you're trying to get to. So I think like overall my point is if we pay close attention to what is really meaningful, which is your life, like your actual life, like mm-hmm. the breath that you breathe when you get up in the morning, I think that we'll be able to handle certain things and make better choices about our life each day. Yeah. I agree. As an individual. Because I think so many of our choices and decisions revolve around other people, Mm -hmm. which is hard. You know what I mean? We all have ranges of responsibilities, some big, some small. But um, I think paying attention, and that's just a very new revelation to that. I mean, you know it, but once you, the, the hardest part is taking that awareness and putting it into action. And so, you know, realizing that, you're not granted each day and each day is doesn't necessarily mean it may not plan out to be what you want it to be, but to be so thankful that you woke up. Do you think that it's possible to make sure that someone feels loved, right? Like, so you and I, Mm -hmm. I make sure you feel loved. I make sure you know, I love you. Like whatever that means for you, I take care of that. But I don't live like like anyone else has to be considered all the time. But I make sure that I do my part of loving you, but I live my life how I want to live my life. Like, I feel like if we lived like that, we still made sure everyone was okay in whatever way that, that doesn't affect me. Because for me, when my family, like, I live for a very long time, I was uncomfortable doing anything that just benefits me. Mm-hmm. I was always I was always worried about everyone else, mm-hmm. expectations, um, uh, people needing me, anything that was outside myself that I could have helped or given some of my energy, my time, whatever. Right. So mm-hmm. in doing that, I missed out on so many things for myself, taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we need to, like, if it's possible. I don't know if it's possible though, because it's like something is always gonna lose. You know, mm-hmm. like. So is it possible to make sure that the people in your life feel loved and that they know that you love them and that they feel appreciated, but in the same breath, living for yourself and not caring how that person feels or if this offends them or this, this, and that? You know what I mean? Is that, do you think that's possible? No. <clears throat> no. Um, it's, it, and any time that you're going to do for you, it's always going to look like, it's always, one, going to be a sacrifice, and two, always going to read differently to uh, your outside people Mm-mm. so no that's why they tell you that for you to be successful comes with great sacrifice 
They, they don't. They, they're not just saying that because it's just something good to say. Like, right. it's the truth. And I could just speak from personal experience. Like when I'm fully engulfed in what makes me happy and what I love, everything around me. Like, I, I, I just, I, I hold it up to the best ability that I can. But if somebody who really knows me walks into it, knows that this is not the standard of living I typically live by. Mm. So, no, I think that's why when you get to a certain place in your life and unfortunately it's financially that you have to start involving other people. Like here's the cleaning lady, here's the nanny, here's mm-hmm. the house house manager because you no longer can do you and handle all those things. It's not. It's too much to separate be a great mom, be a great wife, be a, you have to pick which ones you want to be good at. And if you want to be good at being a, a amazing partner and amazing mom, then you can't be cleaning the house every Saturday mm-hmm. at, at seven o'clock in the morning, because guess what? Your daughter has ballet and you want to be there to support her. So which one are you going to do? Scrub the floors and, and drop her off? Or you're going to be present and find somebody else pay the $50 and let them scrub your floors. What are you going to do? Are you going to make sure you cut out the time for, dating with your husband or fiance or whatever it may be or taking the time out for yourself on Tuesdays or whatever or you're just you're gonna go home and make sure that dinner's ready okay so look maybe it is possible to live the in theory to live the way that I said because that could be equivalent to I don't know instead of I don't know putting money in your mom's bank account and then you don't see her like as much, but you see her, but you're taking care of her. You call a check on her, but you, you're out there road running, living your life, like getting shit done, but you make sure she's taken care of. Like she can go travel. You know what I mean? Like what if that but is like equivalent to that? Whose definition of that is though? But I'm saying like, what if that's an example of like something that would make your mom happy and. So she's okay with that. Yeah. So I'm saying like, what if you just tailored it to figure out what, okay. So I know you like this. I know this makes you happy. Obviously, you'd probably rather have me here with you, but I can't do that right now. So maybe I implement something that I know will make you happy. Kind of like shutting you up for a little bit so I could go live my life. Like what? I don't know. Oh, I thought well, I was waiting for the example. Oh, no. I don't have one right now for you. <laughs> out of here. I'm over here paying mad attention. Like, okay, all right. She's not going to be here. Okay, what is the uh, replacement? Like if I got you an apartment in Paris... Or L.A. And uh, you had a fucking uh, building and you were able to have like your own atelier and you could do whatever you want. You could have have your your store, your little storefront in Paris and live your life. Like what if I was able to do that and you saw me a little less? I mean... Me personally, I mean, yes, you're, you're, you're in theory, yes, that works. But we all know that that is going to have an expiration date because that's like saying my husband says to me, oh, you know, baby, I'm getting more successful and we're going to have to start living by coastal, but you're not going to always be able to be with me. No, like <laughs> that's going to be cool for a little while because you you get it. But after a while, it's going to start having a serious bearing on your relationship. Yeah, it's true. 
That's valid. But yeah. I'm not talking about my husband, though. No, I know. But that nigga's, same in, my, thing. That nigga's in my pocket, okay? <laughs> but same thing. Like, no, yeah, okay, you, you, I'll go back to your example. Okay, yes, I have this, this, this boutique that's booming. I'm having an amazing time in Paris. Who the fuck am I sharing my amazing moments with? I buy you some friends, too. No, I don't want bought friends. <laughs> Damn it. I, even, I don't even know if I like people that much. to <laughs> buy friends. Hell no. Mm-mm. No. You know what I sound like? Yeah, like a rich, snobby bitch who doesn't have time to fucking get no, two seconds to family. No, not even. It sounds like, no, because I love my family, but it sounds like when um those rich parents are never around, they buy everything for the kid, mm-hmm. and they're like, but I don't, I've never, I haven't seen my dad in like six months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could become very accustomed to that, because guess what? Money rules the world, time. So, but I feel like instead of you saying... I don't know. Like, okay, if money is the thing, then say say whoever that person is that's important to you. Okay, can you buy me a ticket so that I can let me come let me come and stay with you for a little bit. Mm-hmm. At least I can cook you dinner mm-hmm. or whatever, or just be in your presence. You know what I mean? That could work. That I could do that for you. That could work. <laughs> but um, I mean, of course, anything you could figure out anything. Yes, but I don't honestly feel me personally my viewpoint i don't think it can have perfection <clears throat> even when you have all the money in the world something is gonna fall to yeah, you're right because money isn't doesn't solve it it can help a whole lot oh, but wow. it doesn't solve and then it's like okay let's we say that because we're starting we're still trying to get there but let's th- let's think about if you anything like right now whatever you requested financially you have it right now the overabundance whatever like you don't have any issues and problems in the world like financially, mm-hmm. what then? What else? What else? Like, okay, you. Whatever your heart desires, whatever those things are, after you've gotten rid of your financial woes, what's next? You see, I got a long list of things that it's going to take me a very long time to hit everything on my list. Okay, so I just take you. Got, I think you got to space it out. I think that's what it is. You space it out. I think you space know, out the things you need to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but I just, I just feel like that's why people start buying stupid shit. And yeah, spending, and going, and yeah, going because crazy. you, know, because you no longer have like a sense of of like life anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's no reality. Like. But that really means like you're, you're like where you are really spiritually because your whole fucking Instagram is full of cars and and watches and holding money to your ear, right? I think I would do, well, I will later. I think it'll be like maybe everyone figure out a time and we all go like on a vacation, like how we do now. Cause our family is like all over the place. We get together a lot though. That's one thing that's for sure. But, um, Not as much as we used to. That is very true. Hmm. Hmm. That's true. Damn. You see, I didn't realize it. Like maybe. before it was, a, um, before it was, a like a consistent yeah like oh okay girl see you next week because we know we got to go to somebody's house for something Mm -hmm. or so yeah but not not as not as much anymore i mean this year was kind of had a lot going on Mm -hmm. so maybe i won't use this year for uh, actual like level Mm -hmm, because you've been jet setting every every month (laughs) yeah i wish it was jet setting with a pocket full of money soon Soon come, but but yeah. Speaking of summer, summer. Speaking of summer, since it's 
quite fall now, or about to be. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Like, I guess people mark summer as such a like freeing. Like that's the that's the time to be free and travel and mm-hmm. you know embark on those new adventures. Mm-hmm. Like, um, how do you feel about? how your summer went in like in relation to that definition like do you do you feel like that always or, like, or do you feel like that about summer as well and like um and how was your summer i uh i'm trying not to use verbal filler so much but i was i always anticipate summer to be like something amazing it's like season of like freedom like you said you know like just the vibe of summer like the beach the pool like picnics and festivals and like just being free and living your life like with your your poom poom shorts and (laughs) your summer dresses and like those things over there just those all of those things just like signify like free you know what i mean like very flowy and like but summer's not like that summer is hot and sticky (laughs) (laughs) and it's just i don't know i think i feel like school programs people from when you're young to like work all year work all the time and then have a break in summer like during the summer so when you get older you still have that mentality even though you're still working and you still got real life going on but you you feel like i need to be living this summer you know what i mean Mm mm-hmm so summer as an adult summer is different you know it's it's not the same but i will say this much something about that sun being out does make you do a little stuff that makes you feel a little free (laughs) that's about it my summer was cool though it was full of uh what was it full of i don't know my summer was cool. I'm not going to complain. I can't complain at all. I'm alive. I'm kicking. I'm here. What you mean you don't know what your summer was full of? I don't. I'm just like, I, summer went by so fast. That's one. And I think it's kind of blurry. I think it's kind of blurry. Is there because of blurry because you was drunk? It's like, nah. That movie was. <laughs> I don't know. What? Weddings, our first event. No, obviously those things are monumental things occurred for sure. What like, you mean like it fell so fast? Yeah, like I didn't even like. Uh-huh. I feel like I blinked and summer was over. It was like I thought you meant like specifically you could not remember how you summer. No, uh-huh. <laughs> no, not like that. I just mean like I don't know. Just it's kind of weird. Summer was weird. A lot of great things happened. Yeah, you know what I mean. A lot of growth. Yeah, but I feel like that's every day, not just summer. That's true. You know, when you're growing every day, summer don't matter. That's true. What about you? I had a very busy summer. You did, I didn't even. And see it's you. not even over. Um. Yeah, it was real busy. Do you feel like you gave enough time to yourself this summer? No. Mm. Things that I were was very, very good at in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, wait. Uh, it's, a, it's a double fold. Double fold. Yes and no. Because I told you, and I've said this previously, that sometimes I can't balance the two. Like, sometimes I think spiritually I'm really, really good and physically like making sure my physical is right my health is right it's hard to keep both of those things intact sometimes with the rest of your life going Mm -hmm. on so I will say that this summer I did really really well with eating right and staying physical and fit and reaching my fitness goals and stuff like that I think I was really good in that sense but um spending 
that quality spiritual time with myself, not as well as I did in the top of the year. Mm-hmm. I think in the top of the year, I think I'm also better at it because it's closer to my birthday. Mm-hmm. And so I always feel more grounded and, and, and connected and together with my new year. So that probably played, but I was also pl- planning so crazy this year, like planning so much. I, I mean, I can't even wrap my mind around how many events I was planning this, this summer. So, I mean, all together, like six, seven, including our own, like full, distinct, full out events. So, no, <laughs> I didn't. You know what I mean? I didn't have like the time that I usually have with myself, but I did. I, I've started to be okay with that though, and not making myself feel, um, you know, you suck, you didn't do this, you didn't mm-hmm. do that, you're not where you're supposed to be, blah, 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 blah. Nice to yourself. Yeah, you know, like, it's okay that, you know, when I wake up in the morning, I speak to God then, but maybe I didn't have time for meditation, or didn't have quiet time, mm-hmm. or, you know, but I also feel like I meditate more when I feel like I'm not at rest, like, when I'm, when my spirit is... F- f- like uh, fluctuating too like, much. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a lot of ways that you could look at it. I think I found a lot more peace in myself. I found a lot more peace in my relationship, peace in my home, peace in my life. So I've probably had more internal meditation than actual physical meditation. Right. So, I mean, I guess it just depends on how you look at it. Now, are there areas of my life that I wish I gave way more attention to? Absolutely. More things that would have grounded me in other areas of my life. But I got a shit ton of event experience, so. <laughs> For sure. Ah, so, yeah. Well, I think overall summer was good. Overall I believe summer was really good. That's overall, what you make of it, yeah, you know? Overall summer was really good. I mean, come on. I went to, or well, going to go to New York twice, went to Jamaica, went to Mexico. Like, I mean. Living. Right. Had a good time. Living life. Mm. Living you beautiful. Know. All you could do was love, you know? Yeah. And share your hot punani. I'm just kidding. Hot, hot, hot punani. Hot ass mess. That's hilarious. But yes, well, you had a question for us today that you had posed to me earlier and you wanted to share with our amazing listener. Yes. So I would love to jump into that. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> well, we're probably going to break this into two segments, so. um, All right. So I love insecure like love insecure it's like the best thing ever and so i observed molly from insecure if you don't watch the show on hbo that is the main character's best friend and she is like on this quest to find a man a man i said man she's on a quest to find a man and so in like on while she's on this quest she freaking like picks the shittiest fucking men like shitty 
shitty men, shitty situations. She can know what the situation is and she still goes for it. And then later on, they show you like she has a mother and father who have been married for like a crazy amount of time. So she's seen a functioning relationship all her life. She has watched her parents be married. You know what I mean? And so I know that they always pose this like in society, like you grow up with a father in the home, you grow up seeing a functioning marriage, like you're more equipped to find a quality man, a quality mate. But I look at her and I look at a lot of friends that I've had and they have bomb ass fathers and bomb ass parents who have been married for years upon years upon years and they pick shitty men as well. So it just made me think about it. Like I really had to sit and think and I'm like, I think that sometimes like it does, it's not, it's not doing you any justice to have a father, a mother and father that have been married in the home because like it doesn't matter. I think that it's, I think it becomes more, less about the parents and what you've seen and more about the child and what it's been taught. You know what I mean? Because say that one more time. That last part. I think it becomes less about the parents mm-hmm. and what and their marriage and all of that and mm-hmm. what the child sees and more about what the child has been taught. Because I could see something and interpret what I interpret, but if I'm not, it's not being taught to me. It's not being. Uh, we're not talking about. It, it's not a conversation. Then I'm not really processing things in the way in which my parent needs me to process it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not being fed to me. It's just put on the table. Because me, my parents weren't married and I grew up with in a home full of my uncles and stuff like that. And they stepped up and stepped in. Um, And I, I'm kind of like a no nonsense. Don't get me wrong. I still, I still had a couple fuck boys (laughs) and they still rolling, trying to roll in. But I look at certain things way differently when I'm dating, Mm. like respect and the manners of a man, the way a man carries himself. Like, I feel like sometimes women overlook those things. And even having a father in the house, they overlook certain things. I'm just like, yo, I figured you grew up with a dope guy in the house, married to your mother. Like, you know what I mean? But then I don't know what you saw all your life. I don't know what they taught you. Right. So that is something that I, I, I sat and I thought about. What do you think? Well... <clears throat> <laughs> I guess I could talk about this from uh uh to, yeah. So I guess I'm just gonna go for it. So I I wouldn't I, I I've admitted before that I've been the heartbreaker, right? Which is still the same thing because if you've grown up in a in a in a house with your mother and your father and so you you know society would make you believe that you're in a balanced home mm-hmm. that you there's certain things about that dynamics that gives a fully functioning well aware person mm-hmm. however one what kind of father what kind of mother mm-hmm. did you have right mm-hmm. um because now in my generation like my parents are babies that were born in 40s and 50s right so those in in Caribbean, so those qualities in which they embody is what they're going to bring to me. Mm-hmm. Now, they don't they don't those things are so embedded in them that 
they don't even realize that the time is moving and you should move with it. Like the things that have framed you and you believe that those things work when you know in actuality they're really not good. But because they're so embedded in your culture and who you are as a person, you pass those things on because that's all you know. Mm-hmm. Um, my mother and father were together for 20-something years and then decided to get a divorce. My mother and father, as a now older woman I know, were never in love. I knew that. I know that my mother and father never displayed true love to, one, to each other. I knew that. So when I went to, when I now, it's my turn to go into the world and interact with men, it was, oh, you ain't going to do me like that. Like, I'm 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 going to break you before you break me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to be oh, the walkover and the idiot that I seen displayed in my home. You're not going to treat me like I'm less than. You're not going to give me what I'm looking for, which built a very, very strong wall, but was 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 still very vulnerable because you still want to be loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the way in which I probably initially engaged with men was probably, it was, how can I put it? Looking for something to fill the void because if your father doesn't know how to love your mother properly, he's not going to love you properly either. Mm-hmm. Not in the way in which takes time and effort to learn who you are as a person and love you in the right way. Mm-hmm. So yes, I did have my father there and I love my father very much, but he wasn't equipped with it because he didn't come from a home that embodied those things. He didn't have a mother and father that loved him so, 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 so much. And he knew what that was to, to pass it. I remember my grand aunt rest in peace. I remember her saying, you, my mom was complaining to her about something. I'll never forget. And she goes, he doesn't even go outside and play ball with his son. Now, at the time, we thought, like, I remember, like, that's funny. Like, haha. But it was, it was because he didn't know how to be a father. Mm-hmm. His father. His father was very abusive. His father died relatively young. And so my father grew up very poor. It was a lot of them. So he he didn't you asking a man to do something he that he doesn't do. have the knowledge of at all, mm-hmm. which leads me back to my point of you've been embedded with something and you don't realize that it needs to change. Mm-hmm. So all you know is the man is supposed to provide and protect you. Mm-hmm. Not and that's his definition of love. He doesn't know that I should spend quality time with each one of my children. And learn who they are. He doesn't know that um, I need to sit down with them and figure out what they what, what they love in life, and not feeding them through my mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, what, what did they do today? What did they no? Develop your own relationship. That later on, as I got older and I had no relationship with him, that it was he now blamed my mother. But once again, she didn't have enough tools either to say. To tell him, hey, why don't you take your daughter out? Take her, to, you know, da da da. Go spend some time with her. Blah 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 blah. Whatever the case might be, they they didn't have the tools to fix because they didn't think it was a problem. They were functioning like what they already knew. My mother had a very smaller family than my dad, but 
she they didn't grow up with a whole lot of money either. And, you know, my grandmother was an entrepreneur, so my mom had to do a lot of the work. You know what I mean? She had to take on that junior parent role. And so that's what she knows how to do. I know how to care for you. I know how to feed you. I know how to love you. That's it. So once things start to get complicated and convoluted, I don't know those things because one, my father didn't live in my household. So she wasn't really sure. I mean, in her household, she wasn't really sure how that dynamics is supposed to work. So her husband is telling her X, Y, and Z. She's answering the questions. She doesn't know that at this point and at this place in my child's life and with her father that I need to be the person who mends that. Mm -hmm. And so it's too many variables with or without a father or a mother in a household that can give you an uneven playing field regardless of the fact of what society thinks that that's supposed to mean. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm aware of the fact that I think my husband will be an amazing father, but there's also things about who he is as a person and how he grew up that if we don't have balance, if I don't be the balanced person, that those things can go awry and make that mm-hmm. person a very selfish a very self-absorbed a very you know fuck the world it's all about me kind of person because that's who my husband is he's very strong he's very powerful he's very no nonsense which is cool but 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 there has to be a level of kindness and 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 care and that and that's the balance of a mother and a father Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so if you're not aware of that you don't know that that's what you're actually supposed to give your child. Right. Those are the things that you represent. But if you don't know how to put those things back into your child in a real way, then no, it doesn't really matter if they're there or not. Now, the void of a parent, yes, comes with a, a surmountable am- a amount of things because that child is always going to wonder why they're going to blame themselves. They're going to what, what what you know, bl- one blame, blame themselves, possibly blame the parent that's there. Um, and then it comes with a host of resentment, Yeah, you know? So, and then it's, let's say one day you do meet your parent and they never, they don't have a real reason why, why they weren't there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, no, my mother wasn't pushing you away. Know that, you know, like you find out all these things and that shit makes you even feel more shitty. But you know, as you get older, you have to like, let go of those things and know like we're all individuals. Just like I don't know how to, I have to learn to be a daughter and a wife and an aunt. You're going to have to learn one day to be a parent, Mm -hmm. you know? None of those things come with a handbook. And I think we also feel like because that's our mother and our father, we put them on a a platform that maybe we shouldn't. You know, they're individuals and people just like us struggling with way more shit than we think because they got how many lives to think about other than their own, you know? So... As you get older, you kind of understand and grasp those things, but you know, it comes with it comes with too many variables for you to say. And I totally agree with you. Like that is the that is the way in which the world thinks. You know, if a mother and a father is in a home, and this is what and a, and a lot of women deal with it, mm-hmm. deal with the shit and the bullshit because that's once again mm-hmm. culturally that was what's been implanted in your head that if I'm I, this means I'm a strong woman mm-hmm. that means that if I I can deal I'm loyal and you know my I'm doing this for my child and blah 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 and I'm gonna tell you right now that shit did me a huge disservice 
my mother and father were way better individuals separated. When I mean way better, I mean like they're friends now. Like you don't have this disdain energy and spirit that's just surrounding you all the time because they've been able to just let it go and just be who they are, yeah. you know? And so you can you can enjoy each of them in their best possible like their in the best possible way because mm-hmm. they don't both feel burdened by the shit that they feel like they no longer needed to sign up for. And I also feel like when two people have been together that long <clears throat> and decide after 20, 30, 40 years to get a divorce, believe it or not, something huge had to happen. After you've been married that long, huge, huge, massive, like to turn your, to, to, to shake you and punch you in the face because I guarantee you that something happened along the way that you could have left a long time ago, mm-hmm. a long time ago. So at some point, you know, it's it's children that did it or circumstance or whatever the case might be. But, you but know, I also feel like um, and you and I had this comment when we talked about this earlier, we spoke about communication being so imperative. Communication is imperative in life, period, in anything and everything you do. But if we were having open dialogue with our children about, but we always have to be, we also would have to be real with ourselves. You know what I mean? In order to have those conversations. But if we were real with ourselves, like if your parents were real with you from jump or something, you know, if they were real with themselves and then real with you and open conversations occurred, I think like it would be very different. But like I said, we would have to, as people first be real with ourselves within our marriage and our relationships in order to then in turn be real with our children and have real conversations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even like when I go home and have like family meetings with my family, because believe it or not, like I'm the, the, the head. Yeah. Like <laughs> talk about roles, but anyway. <laughs> um, and so when I call family meetings for very important things, when I go home, um, you can tell like, that my parents didn't have the tools, like, but they've come so far, like. Life forces you sometimes. Son, when you think about it, like, my father has a ninth grade education, and in the prime of his life was making six figures on his own. Like, that shit is just, it blows my mind when I think about it. Like, you was going to school with no shoes on. You know what I mean? Like, when you think about that, we wouldn't survive in those times. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't. We'd be dead. Because this is like we were talking about earlier. Oh my God, my Wi-Fi is not working. I can't get on Instagram. Like really? Like really right now. You know what I mean? But when that's not the world in which you live in, you can't really blame somebody because they're not aware and they don't understand. But, you know, just just I've come to the conclusion that God is only going to give you what you can handle. Mm-hmm. And this life is a, is, is a, a huge learning curve. And you got to make sure you pick up the pieces and the tool 